This is The Structuring Podcast. G'day, welcome back. This is The Structuring Podcast. Terry War here, and today's topic is structuring a parental guarantee. All right, so first off, just think, is a guarantee really needed from the parents? An alternative is to just borrow the deposit and dispense with the guarantee. But let's say, for whatever reason, the parent is going to allow their property to be used as security for their adult child's loan. How can you structure that to reduce risk and to remove the guarantee as quick as possible? So let's start off with an example. So Bart, he wants to buy a property worth 500000 but as usual, he's got no deposit. So his dad comes to the rescue and offers his property as a security for the loan. So the dad, who is Homer, he's going to allow his main residence to be used as security for Bart's loan. Bart will need to borrow the stamp duty as well. So he basically needs to borrow 525000 to purchase a $500,000 property. Normally, the lender will only lend 400000 without LMI. So this is a way to avoid LMI. And it's a way to buy the property when you don't even have the 10% deposit. So how should they structure it? Well, ideally, they would have two loans. Bart would have one loan of $400,000 in his name, and his property would be used as the sole security for that loan. Homer's property would be used as security for a second loan, and that loan would be 125000 So that 125 includes the 20% deposit of 100 grand and 25 for the stamp duty. Very rough here, rough figures. And because Bart is the owner of the property, his property will be used as security for that loan as well. So the second loan of 125, that'll be cross collateralized with Homer's property. So two securities for one loan, which is not good, but I mean, it's the whole basis of a parental guarantee. When giving the guarantee, the parent's income cannot be used either. It's only their property that's being given as a guarantee, not their income. So it's a security guarantee. Once the loan settles, Bart would want to ideally pay off the $125,000 as quick as he can. So he should have a um, 100% offset account attached to that split, not the big one. Any savings he gets, he can park in the offset and that will help him save interest and it will help reduce the balance of that loan as quick as possible. The other loan of 400000 he should pay the bare minimum on that until the smaller loan is paid off. And where possible, it might even be a good idea if Bart could have the $400,000 loan as interest only and that would allow him to divert more money to the repayment of the $125,000 loan. So it's going to take a while to pay 125000 but Bart doesn't necessarily need to rely on him paying it off to remove his dad. The property will hopefully grow in value as well. So let's say after a couple of years, it's now worth $600,000. 80% of that is four eighty. So Bart could potentially borrow an extra eighty grand on top of his $400,000. And then if he managed to pay the $125,000 loan down so that there was only $80,000 remaining, he would be able to release his dad's property. Bart's property value has risen. So the loan is only 80% of the value of the valuation 
of Bart's property. And when that happens, he can release Homer's property from the security. And once that done, Homer is no longer liable and Bart can default as much as he wants and it won't affect his dad. However, just to be sure, Bart could actually refinance to a different lender and that way they'll know that Bart's property is the sole security for the loan. However, Homer could just do a title search on his property and and just see if there is a mortgage on it and find out that way. Anyway, that's a good way to structure a parental guarantee, but don't rely on this. Make sure you get advice from a mortgage broker. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.